0: As a food scientist, the food is produced in food chain. If agronomists, if are, uh, the agricultural externals, externals people are silent, then we are not going to make it work. We have environmentalists. By the way, when it comes to environment, there's a very, very big problem in the environment. The soil is polluted, the water is polluted, and the air is polluted. Now, when you grow food in a polluted environment, then you not have a safe food to eat. So let all scientists come together and voice the... The, the concerns about food safety let's petition the government let's even come together and say our environment is bad for our food safety our water is not good our air is polluted when we have this voice then the government will say there's something here that's happening then mitigate about it but the silence of scientists is really worrying in this country and i wish People would come out, people are learn about it. The professionals in nutrition, food science, medical experts, environmentalists, farmers, if we come together and voice that there's a concern on food safety, then I think we can move on. As
1: Are you wondering how you can learn more about food? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Chakula podcast, brought to you by the Root to Food Initiative, a show that celebrates authentic Kenyan dishes and serves you hot conversations about food in Kenya from an economic, social, and political lens. Semanasi kwenye social media at Root2Food on Instagram, at Root2Food on Twitter, Hello and, and Root2Food to to an on episode Facebook. Episode and on now, here's your host, Felista Smualia. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chakula podcast. I'm your host, Felicitas Molia, a member of the Root to Food Alliance and also a project officer for the Root to Food Initiative, which is a program under Heinrich Ball Foundation Nairobi office safe food for all Kenyans is enshrined in the Kenyan constitution 2010. However, food safety is one of the fastest rising concerns, not only in Kenya, but globally. Today, I'll be hosting a very interesting individual who has done a lot of work on food safety. He's a food scientist and a food science expert running a company called Fit and Healthy Citizen for Food and Wellness Consultancy Training and, Advoc- and Advocacy Farm. Also to mention, he has also been very, very active championing for Food Safety Online. Karibu sana to the show, Dennis Omar Otino.
0: Welcome, Madam Falistas, and I'm happy to be at the studios here. Thank you very much.
1: It's a pleasure to finally meet you and I hope the conversation will be very interesting for our listeners to start us off, the conversation on food safety didn't start today, and it didn't start like last year. But from what I've observed is that after the expose by NTV, that's when I started seeing most Kenyans really agitating and basically most Kenyans really talking so much about food safety from your own perspective and from what you've been doing. And since you've been in this field for so long, do you think the conversation started in 2019 after the exposé or the conversation has been there? And why have people now taken this up issue?
0: What has been happening is that uh, the conversation has been ongoing in Kenya, only that after the Red Alert by NTV, that's when it was now to uh, taken to another level. But uh, Kenyans are... Uh, becoming more vigilant with what they eat because they know that we are what we eat and actually if you can see the emergence of lifestyle diseases in Kenya has been a very very big problem and uh, the people who are concerned, the people in cities, in towns they are saying that there is something wrong with the type of food that we eat so in most cases they have been asking but uh, it has not been that big And uh, actually, the the exposure that you see and the organizations that are coming around that has made it now to be known. But uh, Kenyans Kenyans have been concerned with the type of food they eat. Like, uh, if you look at the lifestyle diseases, as food scientists, we know very, very well that uh, food is the biggest contributor to lifestyle diseases. Mm. Such that uh, if you don't eat well, if you go to the type of diet that you're consuming nowadays, then there's a big problem. So when people go to hospitals, then they're told you have to change your diet. Then they ask themselves, what have I been eating? Then, when they see on TV that there's something wrong with what they eat, then they become alert and they start to inquire, what is the data you're eating that you should do what? should change. So they the that, I really exposed some part of it, but in essence, Kenyans have been alert and aware that there's something wrong with the food. If they look into it, maybe they start questioning themselves, what component of food is bad for us? Is it the chemicals? Is it the the physical chemicals or the the physical hazards the chemical hazards or the biological hazards so Kenyans have been enlightened on this and they want to know what they are really consuming
1: yeah that's very interesting I really like what you've said about chemical hazards or biological hazards that takes us to the next question whereby you can share with us what are the main food safety issues and entry points for food safety hazards in the country
0: there are so many Mm -hmm. when you look at uh, Let's go back when we were still young. When we were still young, the, the way we were growing our food, we used to have the maniwa, the, the organic maniwa, but nowadays we use the chemicals. So we have the chemicals empty, then we have the biological, then we have the physical. Now the chemical part is now one of the biggest, what, biggest ones. When people use the chemicals eh, that are used for growing food, actually look at the food chain. When we start growing food, eh, the food has to be safe until the time it is eaten, from the farm to fork. Mm-hmm. So when it is not safe, then we start questioning ourselves. Where did it start? Mm-hmm. When the media exposes that there is something wrong with the food that we are eating, now you start asking: Did farmers practice due diligence? Did the uh, the people who are transporting it? did the, 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 the food manufacturers actually the food manufacturers have a very very big impact or input on the yeah. of food that we eat so the chemicals are there then the toxic environment of course when uh, somebody when you produce food in a toxic environment like these are food scientists, personally i believe in nairobi the soil air and water is polluted
1: mm-hmm. and uh,
0: i don't think if you were to be serious in this country, to not be producing food.
1: Just as a continuation, Doctor, you mentioned a few food safety issues from how food is grown, but you're also continuing to share to share more mm-hmm. and you are very concerned on on basically how people grow food in the city. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So in most cases, uh, the main issue in food safety is the chemical that used to grow foods, that there is farming practices. Maybe there are pesticides that are uh, not... Uh, They are almost carcinogenic to our system, and they are being banned in other countries. Then another area is the toxic environment. Mm -hmm. Just like I've said, there are some parts of our city, like Nairobi, that are not good for the growth of healthy food partly because they use the sewage water that's running mm-hmm. or the soil is polluted. Soil is polluted, water is polluted, and uh, even the air. Because you know that uh, the the vegetables that we grow, they tend to use that air. And some of it can be in the food, really. So in some parts of our our country, especially some uh, parts of the city, we're not supposed to grow some food for the safety of our citizens. Then uh, emergence of industrially processed foods, Mm -hmm. we know that uh, lifestyle diseases are caused by the highly processed foods. As food Mm -hmm. scientists I know that uh, we have shifted from how we used to eat uh, when uh, we were young or traditionally. We used to eat whole foods, more fruits and vegetables, whole grains and everything. Mm -hmm. But now we we are going to the root of highly refined foods where you find that all the Fiber taken out, the refuges, and you, you know that the, the fiber and rough are the ones that control the digestion and everything. They make your to slow down so that you are able to digest it in a, in a better way. And in most cases, when you have the highly refined foods, then you have the emergence of side diseases. So that is a safety issue. That's also coming mm-hmm. there. And of course the food handling, when you go to the streets then, as a food is um, I'm really worried on the type of food that we eat. Because the food handlers they are not keeping the hygiene. You eat something and uh, you know you can have food poisoning, yeah. food intoxication. So food handling is becoming a major issue in our country. And it's a big issue when people eat and they don't consider the safety around them. So that is a very, very big issue that's is coming on food safety around us.
1: Yeah, actually that's very interesting the fact that you've mentioned about food handling and especially street food and just as an an observation all from what we've been doing most Kenyans, the food that most Kenyans can really afford is food from the streets. So when it comes to food safety the government has a lot, has a lot really to do. The government
0: has a lot to do and uh, it all starts with the individual, I mean you are brought up to eat healthy food. If you are a food uh, provider or you are cooking food, why don't you just ensure hygienic condition for the food that people eat? There's no way you eat something that, or you sell something that if you are given, eh? then you can't eat it. Mm-hmm. So let the restaurant, the hoteliers, and people in the food manufacturing, let them do their job to ensure that we have good hygiene around the premises and even the hotels everywhere. People will just be cleaner everywhere. Then we will manage part of this food safety issue. It's a big problem in the urban centers.
1: Dennis, you've mentioned very interesting insights on some of the main food safety issues and some of the entry points for food safety hazards. I'm just curious to know what steps are being taken to ensure food safety in the country.
0: Actually, our government is really doing good. And uh, in the constitution, we have the Food, Drugs and Chemical Act Mm -hmm. that is uh, being implemented uh, on farmers on uh, the food manufacturers and food handlers. So that is a part of the government and they are really doing it well, very well. They go to different places and they tell people how to uh, ensure that we have safe food or they implement the Food, Drug and Safety uh, and the Safety Act. Then the food industries that are implementing good manufacturing practices. Actually in food industry we have something called hazard analysis, mm-hmm. critical control point. This is uh, a way in which All the food manufacturing industries, they ensure that we have safe safe food. It is uh, done all over the world. The hazard analysis critical control point is a very, very instrumental industries for them to ensure that the food that is processed from their plants are safe for us. Then, of course, we have food scientists, we have nutritionists, we have engineers and stakeholders creating awareness eh? Mm -hmm. so that uh, people can eat safe food. When we have uh, food scientists and nutritionists talking to people, please can you eat safe food? Mm People will say there's something that we need to do. So when you uh, educate the masses, then they'll be very, very aware and they'll try to ensure that the food that they eat is safe Even their houses, their homes, they'll ensure that the food that they prepare is clean and safe for their health. Then, of course, the government is also trying, like Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at the food spoilage, the government has uh, enhanced the transportation such that food is not wasted and foods are not uh, deteriorating microbiologically because of uh, transportation. Let's say when there is no road and food is coming from the village to Nairobi, Mm -hmm. there is no road, that means there will be spoilage or uh, an attack by the... Bacteria and other other, other viruses. Mm-hmm. So in such cases, when we have good road network, then the food spoilage will be minimized. Of course, we have the good storage system. By this, is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have good storage system and the place where you process the food is dirty that would mean that the food will be contaminated. By the government having good storage system and uh, good water flowing, that means food that we produce uh, is safe for our health. And of course, access to electricity in the government. Uh, having electricity in Kenya is around up to 85% as per now. That means uh, that uh, we can have a refrigerator freezers for storing food so that they don't go bad easily are some of the steps that become so Yeah, We are in upward trajectory, but it also needs individual effort to make sure that you eat safe food.
1: Yeah, that's very really interesting. How about cafes, CABS, because I know they also play a big role when it comes to food safety.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, the cafes, CABS, and mm-hmm. Pest Control PCPB, they mm-hmm. do a lot, and uh, they ensure the standards are there. They do the inspection of the quality of food like the cab they do the standardization They're of processed foods of processed foods mm-hmm. even the imported ones mm-hmm. they have they put that mark of quality so government through the cabs cafes pcpb they do uh, a lot of factors for that we have our safe food But what we can say is that let them do more because it's not yet sufficient we have seen some loopholes there where food reaches the market and uh there's a public complaint like uh, yeah i think there was a uh, if you could see on our media, people are complaining of uh, sugar that is already expired in our country. Now you have to ask how did it go there? Yeah. Do we have the quality assurance people, mm-hmm. quality control people? Did they see it there? Or did they handle it? Did they certify it? So with all this, eh, they, we need to just uh, do more steps on it Mm -hmm. and uh, ensure that we eat safe food.
1: Yeah, thank you actually for mentioning that. And I also probably just to add on that, also pesticide residue, we've also been able to see a few reports even by Root to Food Initiative, by Kenya Organic Association Network, Mm. whereby they did a study and they revealed that some of the vegetables, I really don't have the statistics, but some of the vegetables had pesticide residue. They had exceeded the MRLs. Yes. Yeah, which is very very problematic. And Dr. Now that you've mentioned all the steps that the government has taken, but still the concerns around food, safe, food safety still exist. Can we blame it on the lack of coordination between, between among all the government entities?
0: We can say it is a multidisciplinary in a way that uh, even citizens are not responsible. The government is doing their part, though not sufficiently, but uh, let them have their game and uh, in most cases it is a citizen that started this like when they notice something let them they be the whistleblowers who will uh, make sure or they tell the people that there's something we are not sure within this food and the media has a bigger role to play on that And uh, in most cases, uh, the implementation part of it is the problem. Where the caves might be there, they have done everything, but you find some people or some food manufacturers still finding a loophole of bringing uh, about expired products or disparate food products into our system. So we also blame the police bribery and of course corruption, Mm. yes.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Mm. Now that you've mentioned all of that, I've been able at least to pick some of the successes that have been done by the government, some of the challenges and some of the gaps, Mm. but from a scientist perspective what are some of the successes you've been able to see and um, yeah basically the successes and the gaps
0: the gaps are are there Mm -hmm. like uh, corruption is first of them Mm -hmm. as you can see then uh, cabs Mm -hmm. and uh, the guys in charge of pest control and the cafes, they're not up to their task. Like uh, when something happened, then you have the knee-jerk reaction. That's when you see them acting. But mm-hmm. after that, after the public is gone silent, then you no longer hear from them. Then lack of awareness is a big problem. When people are just eating food and they're not aware that this food is uh, toxic, then there's a big problem. So lack of awareness. That's why it is good that uh, we have the root to food who are now doing something good to enlighten the masses. That is how to eat, safe food. Then. Uh, uh, of course, sanitation is a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, we may be willing to have uh, that good food, but uh, what is the sanitation around the the, the environment? Like, is the environment you are preparing the food is clean? So the government has the 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 task to make sure that uh, the area that uh, food is being served is clean. Provision of uh, sanitary toilets. Mm -hmm. and a good sewerage system and good flowing water. So when these are implemented, then at least we can improve on that. Those are the gaps that uh, I -hmm. see to be there. And uh, the biggest one is uh, I think citizens have to be alert that uh, what am I eating? I must know what I'm eating. If we can do that, then the government will say my citizens are not happy with whatever they are eating then they implement some of these things.
1: Yeah. Yes. Actually, the level of awareness seems to be like a big, big, big factor. Yes. Yeah, Consumer Grassroots Association, CGA, they did a survey last year in three counties. That's Nairobi, Kajado, and Kirinyaga. The results of the survey indicated that most consumers were actually concerned about the safety of their food, with 55% indicating that they were very worried about the current food situation. 33% were slightly worried and 12 percent were not worried at all which shows the level of concern amongst consumers translate into about nine out of ten consumers expressing concern. That's really good. The major food safety concerns as identified by the by the consumers were pesticides use and misuse. That's eighty seven percent. Lack of proper sanitation at the market, you've mentioned it, sixty percent. And contamination during transportation, that's thirty seven percent. And lastly contamination during preparation, thirty percent. In light of that, what do you think is the level? Actually the level of awareness seems to be very high. Very, 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 okay, very, okay. very high. Yeah,
0: Uh, really recommendable Mm -hmm. and uh, I think Kenyans are becoming enlightened and uh, that is a uh, positive progress. I mean, that's good for our country. And uh, uh, what we can do better mm-hmm. after the awareness? Now, what the step to mitigate these ones here? Because you might be aware, but as uh, yes, you are aware, you're eating bad food, but uh, there's nothing you're doing about it. Mm-hmm. So there is no big result. Now, when it comes to the pesticides, the herbicides, we have also business people who trade, or people who do trade in in pesticides and, and uh, herbicides. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have uh, an uh, independent body doing another research on this, such that uh, the result that uh, is taken or obtained from PCPB is not the one, because they can say uh, based on our climate. By the way, they have been saying that based on the climatic conditions. Yeah, there was a there was an article on. uh, I think it was business daily they mm-hmm. were saying that you could lose a lot of money when we burn this pesticide owing to the fact that we are in tropicals mm. where we have prevalence of uh, some some pests and others. So there's a way they can um, twist it in a way that if you only rely on PCPB then we might not implement it. Or the doctors, uh, the data can be doctored that one is there. So in most cases what you can say, mm-hmm. there are also other independent uh, bodies, researchers do theirs. then we compare because we have seen in these countries sometimes the data comes out and it contradicts the one that is known worldwide mm-hmm. so apart from us relying on the pcpp i wish we could uh, have scientists also doing independent research on this so that we corroborate with the one that is in the european union because they are banned they are banned those pesticides and it's a serious issue in those countries but here we uh, try to make it work but uh, it dies naturally. That natural. That's not be happening. As a food scientist, I'm really worried on the food I'm eating. I might be eating healthy, but along the food chain, there's something wrong there. Yeah. How did it start? Did farmer did the farmer follow the good agricultural practices? Mm-hmm. So that's a very, very big problem. Mm-hmm. Then uh, public health officers, let them be strict on whatever they do. Because we have seen they come around you find maybe there's a plant manufacturing food, food manufacturing plant. They don't have the hygiene. The area is not uh, in good sanitation. The hotels are not in good uh, conditions. Maybe there are no toilets. There are no water flowing. Actually, in a place where we produce food, there must be constant flow of water. Then there's good sanitation around it. But you find that these health officers, instead of implementing this, maybe they take something, then they go away. So that's the problem that uh, if you can fix eh? then we uh, can really have uh, a good trajectory on food safety. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, of course, uh, food industries are, they are supposed to implement the good manufacturing practices through hazard analysis, control, critical point. Those are uh, some of the things that uh, guide the food industries on whatever they're supposed to do. Then uh, agricultural industry stakeholders, mm-hmm. they're supposed to know we have the agronomists, we have the extension officers, let them do their work. Actually, when these people do their work, the are grown with the extension officers. we will not be having a problem where there's a problem from when the food was uh, grown to where it is eaten. When you have a a is doing his part very well, field extension officers teaching people on the best ways, on the mode of applying these things, the duration and everything, all aspects of making food to be safe. If you can have all these stakeholders doing their work, then we can have really good food or safe food in our
1: country what you've mentioned is really 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 important and at the beginning even just in the middle of the conversation you kept on saying as citizens we also have a very very important role when it comes to food safety very very important yeah role. so what i know most, most of our listeners are asking themselves, yes, we have a critical role, but what role is this that we can play individually or as a community in addressing food safety issues?
0: It starts with you, like uh, just like they say, security starts with you. Mm-hmm. The first thing, if uh, maybe you are preparing your food, mm-hmm. do you know how to handle your food in a clean environment? Let's say, like, uh, you bought uh, some meat and some vegetables. Are you aware that you're not supposed to mix them? Because you can know some uh, microbes can be transferred from the meat to the vegetables. So the moment you're aware of that, then most likely you'll be very, very vigilant on how you handle the food. So the Mm -hmm. first thing that you should do is for the public, all the citizens, to know that uh, the food safety starts with me. I'm supposed to handle the food in a hygienic manner. Then the second one is uh, you can also be a whistleblower. Like, uh, when something is wrong, then you have to say it like uh, when uh, you see uh, somebody selling you food but it is a dirty environment. Felisa, do you have a role to, uh, to say something on that? Yes, you can say, you can say. Yes, I'm buying this food, but uh, my dear sister, the environment is not uh, good or uh, it is under poor sanitation. So next time, clean the environment and uh, make sure that they Place is very, very clean so that I have confidence. And of course, you tell him or her the environment can transfer microbes from the environment mm-hmm. to the food. You know that don't uh, be preparing food in a dirty environment or polluted air. We have microbes around the air, they can settle on the food. What uh, we need to do as a citizen, as a community, ensure that we are there to the food safety and let's uh, be hygienic in everything that we do. Then of course food professionals like uh, food scientists, nutritionists and uh, organizations that grow to food. You have to tell people and uh, create awareness, sensitize people that you need to eat safe food for good health. Then, uh, of course, help the government to implement this. Don't just say it is only the work of the government to do what? To implement the food safety. Talk to people and they'll hear you. Mm. Then maintain good hygienists, just like I've said, and ensure that your food is well stored and at the right temperatures. By the right temperature is very, very important. Do you know there are some food that if you don't keep them at the right temperature? Then the, you have microbes that will invade it. Like uh, you have some... Especially the meat, the meat products, mm-hmm. once you cook them, you have to refrigerate them at specific temperatures. Leaving meat products at room temperature when it is cooked can give rise to some of the toxic bacteria in them. Oh wow. Yes. So some of the things that you should do, get good information on food storage, so that you don't have food poisoning. We have seen cases of food poisoning by the way, we have had so many cases. Mm-hmm. Somebody was just okay. He ate this, then after that, then food poisoning. Some of them, maybe the food was not bad, but the temperature has made the microbes to To grow. And when microbes are there, when you eat them, they'll invade your gut and they'll make you sick.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: in most cases, what we can say, learn food safety, about food storage, and learn how to keep your home safe and hygienic. And we'll be making a good progress towards food safety in Kenya.
1: Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's very, very, very interesting. Yeah, we are now wrapping our show and this is the time for your parting shots.
0: What I can say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a food scientist, I'm really concerned about uh, the food safety in Kenya. And uh, when we see people are concerned about food safety, there's something where there's smoke, there's fire. In most cases, when I see that uh, researchers have done their part and they have banned pesticides and herbicides that are detrimental or carcinogenic to our health. Then, in the same world, we can say the pesticide can also affect only those people, not us. So, when we have the research, we have scientists, they have done the research, they have said some of these pesticides are still being used in uh, developing countries, so that's what we can say, they are bad for their health. So, when the research is there, let the government and the concerned bodies implement that and ban these pesticides then there's something that is uh, really worrying this country like uh, we have professionals scientists in kenya they're silent they're not doing anything right now i'm a food scientist and i know that's why that's my work to make sure that people eat well people eat healthy now as a food scientist The food is produced in food chain. If agronomists, if uh, the people are silent, then we are not going to make it work. We have environmentalists. By the way, when it comes to environment, there's a very, very big problem in the environment. The soil is polluted, the water is polluted, and the air is polluted. Now, when you grow food in a polluted environment, then you not have a safe food to eat. So let all scientists come together and voice the 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 concerns about food safety, let's petition the government, let's even come together and say our environment is bad for our food safety. Our water is not good. Our air is polluted. When we have this voice, then the government will say, There's something here that's happening. Then we mitigate about it. But the silence of scientists is really worrying in this country. And I wish people would come out, people who are about it, the professionals in nutrition, food science, medical experts, environmentalists, farmers. If we come together and voice that there's a concern on food safety, then I think we can move on as one in this country.
1: Thank wow. you very much. Thank you so much. Dr. Dennis Oma. This has been a very, very insightful conversation and I really like how passionate, how aggressive, basically how you're doing your work. Thank you. Yeah. So we now come to the end of the show and thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in until the end of the show. If you enjoyed the show or if you enjoyed this episode, like, share and subscribe and also leave a comment. Thank you. Until next time. Bye bye.